What's up and welcome to Fortitude in 15 with Sam Panich and Parker Yablon, presented by Elevation Nation. In 15 minutes, we're going to talk about what's going on in the real world and give you some tips and tricks on how to activate mental fortitude and conquer the real world. What's up, Elevation Nation? It's uh, Parker again with your boy Sam Panich on the other end of the podcast recording software. What's up, Sam? How's life treating you these days? Parker, wonderful to see you. Had the pleasure of spending time with you this weekend. Nice to uh, have some time as friends, not co-founders. Grab some lunch. We had some delicious ramen together. Talked about life. Talked about big things happening. And now we are here with the Sunday Scaries here on another episode of the Fortitude in 15 podcast by Elevation Nation. Yes, we are. And I will say, life lesson learned from the ramen place. We went to this ramen place. It was very you know, expensive, but it wasn't actually a lot of uh, soup. But the quality of the soup and the ingredients was what mattered. I left the place. I wasn't full but I was like, wow, that was really tasty ramen. So not all things in life need to fill you up and be about quantity. Sometimes it's just about the quality. Is that a life lesson that you want to share with folks? Add to the list? Yeah, but this isn't in the the, the rules to live by, but maybe we can add it as 101. Perhaps. Because there are 100. <laughs> there are 100. So with that, though, let's dive into the the one where we left off, right? This one, I think, the the one we have right here, what is this, number 10? Very much in the spirit of when we studied together in Barcelona, in Europe, a glass of wine or two with lunch will not ruin your day. In fact, small anecdote for all you listening, I used to, Parker knows this, we had our campus at our university in Barcelona, and I would go and I would get lunch at this same restaurant and I would get the same meal every day. It was five euros. It was a plate of fried rice, peanuts, chicken, and a beer. And I got that every day for lunch. And it was my guilty pleasure that got me through the day. And I will say, I was much more loose when it came to asking questions in the second half of my day than the first. Listen, I don't think a glass of wine during the work week is something that is the norm in the United States. And I don't think I could do that. But I will say something I was going to talk about Barcelona too with this point was I remember one of our Spanish classes that we actually left the class in the middle of the day and started to explore Barcelona with the professor, the Spanish professor. And we sat down at a cafe and he just ordered wine for everyone. And we're like, okay, are we doing this? And we just enjoyed each other's company. But like that was the norm there. That like to be able to just hang out and enjoy time together during the middle of the day, just have a glass of wine, like just a little bizarre, but it will not ruin your day. Certainly on the weekend when you don't have an obligation to uh, other people in the job. But I like this one. It's fun. So number 11, a little bit more serious. Appreciate your parents. When they die, you become an orphan. 
It's a little bit too literal. It's a little bit too deep, I think, for me. In reality, yes, literally, it, it makes sense. But at the same time, I, I don't think I would characterize myself as an orphan if my parents weren't here anymore. You know what I mean? You're digging into it too much. I think it's I, the this meaning. Is a deep, this is a deep one, Joe. It's the meaning behind it. I know. Okay, fine. Appreciating your parents now because when they're gone, they're not going to be there. Yeah. I mean, it's a, a very sad and hard reality, but you know, sometimes you get in fights with your parents or you think that they're out to get you or they don't want you to have fun. But at the end of the day, you, you got to realize that they usually have your best interests at heart. And it's always important to appreciate all the sacrifices that they made for you to have the life that you are able to live. So mom, dad, love you. Parker's parents, everybody, love you. Yeah, I same to that. It's limited, limited time. Time is a limited resource. And we need to be just appreciative of every moment with everyone, especially our parents. All right, number 12, I disagree with. Because Parker Parker and I have a hell of a lot of fun saying this phrase, but it says, number 12, remember when, in quotes, is the lowest form of conversation. BS. We have so many freaking hilarious stories that are remember when. Again, I just told one. Um, let's see. What fun ones do we have? Remember when Parker and I lived together in Spain. There was a fly in our apartment. Parker ran around for about 35 minutes with a flip-flop. Finally chucked in it, my underwear. killed the fly in his in underwear, my, yeah. sniped the fly, killed it on the wall. Parker, remember when? Listen, I understand what he's saying. He's saying that we need to have more conversations about topics and things that are going on in the world. And he's saying that it's not a bad form of communi- uh, of a conversation. It's just the lowest. And everything else, you know, we're talking about some topic and, you know, what the current events of the world and all that. That's a higher form of conversation. Yeah, sure, but there's nothing better than just reminiscing with your friends and your family and going back to a time that was really happy in your life. And Sam, you know what the best part is sometimes too? We say remember when times weren't as good. We relive some of the lower points too, and those are very, I think, very high forms of conversation because you and I can reflect and learn and understand where we come from and be appreciative of where we are now. Totally agree. All right, number 13. We are cruising through these. It's okay to forgive as long as you don't forget. Hmm. I would even rephrase this one myself. It's crucial to forgive as long as you don't forget. I think forgiveness is uh, something that is needed it's a skill that you need to learn, something that you work on. But without forgiveness, you won't have full closure or you won't be able to move on with your life. And forgiving people, no matter, not, not no matter, there's obviously crazy circumstances, but forgiveness is, you know, a cornerstone of, I guess, a lot of re- religions, right? Um, How about just relationships, dude? Forgiveness is the cornerstone of a lot of relationships, be able to move past something and forgive something or someone for what they did. But the second part to the, the rule, I think, is the one that is kind of like the boom. As long as you don't forget, you know, you don't want to hold a grudge on someone, but you need to understand that that thing or someone did that thing. 
at some point. So why, you know, you just need to be cautious or not cautious, aware that that could potentially happen again. Yeah. But most importantly, forgive. Forgiveness. Key part growing up as an adult. Life's too short to hold grudges. Get over it. Nobody cares. Move on. So next one, never make a scene after the age of 22. This also applies when you're drinking. This is a real world elevation nation uh, rule right here. He knew we were going to read this in 2021, Sam. I guess so. So what do you think about it, Parker? I think I, I, I totally agree. At the end of the day, after like, before 22 you're you're not a full on adult you go through college or you go through middle school high school and college and i think expectations are low for you and you can really exceed those expectations but it's also a time where you can learn and grow from your experiences and sometimes making a scene you you wouldn't know that you're making that scene until someone tells you and you learn from that experience but after 22 there's an expectation in the real world that you need to be an adult and you need to act like an adult and when you don't people will remember it what do you say about that mr i don't make scenes ever i make plenty of scenes i'm just they're fun scenes I mean, I agree. I think sometimes if people are so self-consumed that they feel they need to be the center of attention at all times, therefore making a scene, that's not a mature way to to live your life. No one cares. You're not that important. You don't you don't need to be the attention for everyone and, and make a scene. So I agree. Okay, cool. All right, last one. What number is this? This is fifteen. Big 15. fella. I don't know if I agree with this one. Fortitude in 15, number 15. Sam does not agree with it. It's actually two, I think, rules or two pieces of advice here. Buy a tuxedo before you are 30 and stay that size. This could also be translated to buy a formal dress or tuxedo, if you'd like. Um, One, I don't believe in buying depreciated valued goods. And uh, so I would not buy a tuxedo. And staying that size. So you wouldn't buy like a lot of things in your life, like your mattress? Yeah, depreciating good. Rent it. Your sweatshirt that you're wearing. <laughs> rent it. Dude, the you microphone can rent that you're talking through right now. Return Actually, it. this thing will probably hold value, I think, for a while. A microphone. You can you can rent pretty much anything these days. But Listen, you're the one that I just g- read the finance book, bro. I know. I bought a tuxedo. So I bought a tuxedo. My parents bought me a tuxedo senior year because... I went to an all boys school. So what happens in the all boys school is we have our prom, but then all the all girls schools have their prom. So if you're lucky enough, you go get invited to an all girls school. So you're going to at least if you're as handsome as Parker, you're going to a couple of proms. So there's no reason to rent the tuxedo twice. So we just were like, screw it. We bought it. And now I have one. And I went to a few weddings in that, in that tuxedo, we're getting to an age where I think people, maybe not yet, but soon, you're going to be going to a lot of weddings, and you're probably just going to be like, "I'm just going to buy a tuxedo. Why not?" Because hell no, tuxedos are tuxedos are not cheap, bro. I'm like never going to wear a tuxedo to a wedding if it's black tie. I'm gonna wear a suit. Oh, it's disrespectful. Eh, that's true. What do you mean, bro? We both got sick ass suits in Thailand. 
that fit us like a glove that I get to wear for way more occasions. A tuxedo you can is so specific that I think it's absurdly waste of money. It, and also it, to counter your point of buy a tuxedo and stay that size, the tuxedo that your parents got you, it still fits. You've lost you've but you've lost a lot of weight in the past month, two months. But I so came maybe back. it does maybe it doesn't fit anymore. No, it came back. Your weight has come back? Like I came back. No, I came back to the weight that I was uh four years ago. Let's be real. In uh, June of the quarantine, the quarantine, I wouldn't fit. <laughs> I wouldn't fit in that tuxedo. But yeah, no. I think the whole the point is is buy a tuxedo. I guess nowadays, okay, a suit. You'll wear that suit plenty of times. I can tell you, they cut it pretty thin in Thailand. You better hope to stay that size. <laughs> and the idea is, is <laughs> you know, the goal should be, you know, that's your benchmark. That's where you want to be. Because at some point when you got that suit at a young age, riding and thriving, you know, that was a good weight for you. So that was a fun one. I think all of these were, were fun. Very enjoyable. Um, very relatable. And Sam, we do need to do Parker's Perspective. Short one. Said for Parker's Perspective, said by John Kabat-Zinn. You can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. Life goes on, Sam. You can't stop it. You definitely can't alter it. So you might as well figure out what works for you so that you can join along for that long ride of life. And on that note, beautiful. These are fun. I like reminiscing. Some of these are hilarious. Some of the stories we tell. (laughs) We have a great podcast coming out for you next week with some of our friends who just released their new EP. It smacks something simple. Check it out. It'll be coming out on next Tuesday. Uh, Until next week. Peace. Hey, it's Parker again. Thanks for listening to Fortitude and 15 this week. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it may be. If you want to join the nation and follow Sam and my journey, you can follow us at elevationnation.io or you can visit us on the web at www.elevationnation.io. DM us, text us, email us if you want to share your story, you have any ideas for the podcast, or if you think anyone else should join our conversations. Our intro is produced by Jay. Shoot him a follow on Instagram at produced by Jay. Thanks to our mentors, Rich Keller and David Hess for their constant support. Be sure to tune in for the next conversation. See you then.